Hello, and welcome to Game On Girl, where we talk about gender and game culture. Today, we have a short episode for you, episode five, and we're going to discuss the contrasting female images at E3. So this I want to be sort of an open letter to the game industry, specifically, because I've got a bone to pick with you guys. <laughs> yes, she does. You better sit down. <laughs> you better sit down. You better take out your notebooks and, uh, and, and take some notes and, and listen to what I have to say here. So I, as you guys know, I am generally very celebratory toward game culture. I find gaming and game culture to be a very empowering place for, for lots and lots of people. And as my research has demonstrated, specifically women. So as I started to watch the E3 coverage this week, I'm always looking at it in terms of how the images presented will impact the female population of gamers. So, Rhonda, how do you think I was feeling about some of these <laughs> images that are coming out of E3 this week? Well, let's just just say that you were um, you were so upset that you were you got you just got tired of thinking and talking about it. It's <laughs> it's sort of like the exhaustion a person gets when they're the last one on the front line, and they're just wondering <laughs> if there's anybody left behind them and whether they should even bother going on or not. Exactly, exactly. I feel like I feel like this is such an, an such an uphill battle against uh, the way the game industry is marketing games. And, I, and I've had this issue for a while, and I've, I've, in other places and at other times, you know, picked on the way games are, are marketed to women, specifically, the way they're not marketed to women, <laughs> and the complications that sort of rise up from that. But what's, what's bothering me the most this, this round is two contrasting game trailers that were presented the first the opening day of E3. We have the Tomb Raider trailer, which is a new game that's that's the origin story of Lara Croft. And Lara Croft has been a mixed character for me, a, a mixed icon where I love the power and agency of the idea of Lara Croft, the hypersexualization of her body, her pixelated overly boobtastic stature has always bothered me and to watch the trailer for for origins i just think it's spectacular she's real her character has great depth um there's there's a story a real grounded story about how she sort of evolved out of it and yes there is an attempted rape and apparently a lot of the game media has been up in arms about this attempted rape on Lara Croft. Which I find very curious. I find it very curious as well because I'm not, I'm not really sure the, the motivations <laughs> behind the problems that people are having, especially as I'm looking at it and I'm loving the fact that she was so empowered in the moment where she, you know, she turned the whole attack back on her attacker. And that is, as far as I'm concerned, a very empowering thing for women because many women, it's a threat for many women. Rape is a very real threat for many women. And to see a character, or to control a character that can fight off a, a rape, I think would be very empowering. 
Yeah, and it, it's interesting because I mostly what I started getting my news through Twitter, and I saw comments about the rape scene in Tomb Raider, and I was like, "Oh my God, what are they doing?" <laughs> I went and saw the trailer, and it is rape is has no minor or gray connotations. Right. It just doesn't. Exactly. And so when you say that, it carries a whole lot of power. Mm-hmm. Um, the scene is 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 pretty. If you ha- can even say it is is pretty tame. Mm-hmm. It's uh, there's no nudity. There's it, you begin to get uncomfortable. They go just far enough so that you know what the attacker's intention mm-hmm. is. Exactly. What I don't understand is that video games are being considered as artful and as creative and as immersive as movies and television are now. Mm-hmm. And movies and television have gone way beyond what they're showing in Tomb Raider exactly. to develop a story for whatever you know culture and environment they're talking about. Right. Um, right. This is a great origin story for how Laura Croft builds her character, builds her strength, and builds her femininity. Exactly. I don't like rape scenes. I I don't like it. They make me very uncomfortable. But that's that's part of telling the story, and I think that it's done so tastefully. Exactly. Yeah, compared to the other things that I saw coming out of E3. This, <laughs> right. Well, and I wonder if the I wonder if the confusion you you asked this. I wonder if the confusion is that depend I want to know who is coming out speaking against this because I'm wondering if they are trying to take a stand and don't know what to take a stand on as far as women in gaming. Yeah, I I I I, I don't even think it's it's about women in gaming. The the article that I read, one of the articles that I read, was um, on the Penny Arcade um, website, and it was written by oh god, his first name's Ben, and I can't get my link to load on my on my screen right now. So here we go. <laughs> uh, here we go. Ben Kuchera wrote, uh, "Tomb Raider throws rape, assault, and a hostile environment at Laura Croft to make her a hero." And so that's the name of his, the title of his article. And he essentially goes to talk about, at the end, essentially said that the environment is hostile. Um, she's she's thrown against uh, not just environmental, but um, other people and 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 uh, this sort of bleak, violent origin for her. So so it's a really bad sort of environment that she's coming out of. And why does this have to be the way that we make her a hero, and the way that she comes out of it? Um, and that it's bleak and that it's very, there's lots of violence and, and um, I'm trying to, there was one quote. The idea is to take, this is his, his words now, the idea is to take a human character, this very vulnerable young girl, and put her through intense suffering in order for her to come out the other end of the experience as a hero. And then they talk about some other characters that go through similar transformations. So, so I guess the, the issue that, that people are taking is, is it's a female character that's going through this sort of, you know, horrible environment to become a hero. But the thing about the violence, especially in that trailer, is it, it's all plot-driven. And, and you see her as a real character. She, she's limping and she's hurt, and uh, which is not something we ever saw in earlier incarnations of Lara Croft, where she was always in, you know, 
she never would have limped or been hurt or, or shown any sort of emotion about it. That wasn't, you know, part of the programming or part of the game at that time. Right. So I think that, I think a female hero that shows, shows vulnerability, I, I think is just a really disturbing idea for, hmm. for, for people. I, I think it, it's easier if you can sort of cut to it and say, no, she's, she's strong and she's powerful and she's going to overcome everything. And yes, she is. She clearly does in the, in the, the trailer she clearly overcomes everything that she's been put up against but i think it's challenging the idea of her being this sort of the sex symbol that that she had to come from from a place that maybe wasn't quite so uh, yeah that's right that's one of the the quotes that i saw is that they were um taking away her sex symbol exactly uh, but, identity right which i i don't know i guess that go, all goes back to the stereotypes and the background that you've been taught. But I mean, I, I find that incredibly sexy. Yes. I mean, exactly. That, I don't know how you create a hero who doesn't go through some suffering mm-hmm. and that the, the story that they're telling is compelling. I exactly. mean, it makes you want to see her come out right. at the end. Right. Exactly. And I, I think you're going to get the kind of woman that you want to see right. in the end. And that's, and that's why, you know, I am totally behind this, this trailer and, and this game. And I was talking on Twitter last night with um, some rocketeer, um, and we were both like, I can't believe that I'm actually coming out in support of Lara Croft. <laughs> because yeah. for, for so long, she was just this, you know, oh, look, we have a female hero and she's got, you know, boobs at 150% of what they should be, right? You know, so, you know, clearly she was a male fantasy at that point. And in this, it, it's truly an empowered, you know, feminine character. And, and the violence is plot driven and the attempted rape is plot driven and it's well handled. And like you said, the way it's constructed and the way it was written, it takes you right up to that point where you're like, oh God, this can't go much further and stops. And, and it should make you uncomfortable. That, that should be the reaction that you're having to it. We're, we're going to be able to only speak in generalities and come to some conclusions because no matter what happens, some people are going to see what they want to see. Right. One, uh, one of the Twitter comments that I saw basically saying, oh, you know, I'm watching the Tomb Raider demo. Hey, there we go. Boobs. Right, right. I, that's not the first thing that, <laughs> I mean, that's not really, when you compare it to what we're going to talk about with Far Cry 3, right. that's not the, what's being communicated in that trailer. So some people are going to see what they want to see. Right. Some guys just want to see boobs. Yeah. Or they and, just want to see Laura Croft. Right. They just want to, and they, they just want to see her as the sex symbol. They don't want to see her as a fleshed out character. And that's yeah. where games are crossing over and, and where the marketing needs to cross over. Games are becoming a different entity now. And, yes. and they are becoming more cinematic. They're becoming more story and character driven. Those are all fantastic movements forward. This is proof of that movement and of how powerful that movement is. However, as you said, with our Far Cry 3 trailer, which, if you're not familiar with it, opens up the very first thing you see when it opened was a topless woman. And very slowly you start to recognize that she is straddling the male protagonist that you're playing. And he reaches up and he fondles her breasts. And this is the opening of the Far Cry 3 trailer. Yeah. 
You're holding back, Regina. I can tell. You're holding back. <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm very, you know, I'm very. What, what about this in, in ac- let's say, academic terms or in terms of uh, female identity? What specifically about this bothers you? Can you define it? Oh, the blatant um, attention grabber. It, 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 it's not, she's not straddling him and he's not fondling her because it's part of the plot of the story. Uh, that whole scene was a tactic to get your attention. And it doesn't add any depth to the story. It was just wow factor. And that's where I step back and I have a serious problem with it. You know, it, it's fine. I, you know, I'm fine with, with characters having depth. I'm fine with characters in game having sexual relationships. That's fine. But when you open your trailer on a pair of tits, I mean, you know, and they were beautiful. She was beautiful. It was, you know, it's one of the Stunning. most it, absolutely realistic and gorgeous game designs. And the game looks really kind of interesting and intriguing and very off-putting and, and very pushing the boundaries of um, just a lot of different game mechanics that you might see and, and game structures and the, the character and the sort of madness theme that's running throughout Far Cry 3. It's fantastic, and I can, I can get behind all that. But it's such a blatant stunt for what I'm assuming the game industry is thinking is its target demographic, which are, what, 15-year-old boys? Yeah, or Beavis and Butthead. Or Beavis know. and Butthead or, or fanboys. And, and, and then after I sort of cooled down from it and I went to see, okay, so I found out that there was this controversy, controversy over Lara Croft, over the Tomb Raider, over the rape scene. And I go and I search for it and I find two or three articles talking about, okay, how this is, you know, maybe compromising her icon, her sex symbol icon. Okay, nobody's talking about the boobs in Far Cry 3. Nobody. All anybody's saying about it online is, oh, look, they're boobs. This is great. Yeah. How are, how are and, these things I mean, not? some of the Twitter comments I saw mm-hmm. were, Ubisoft gives us what we want. The other thing that I saw, though, which is definitely ambiguous. You could take it either way. It's, it says Ubisoft supporting sexual harassment. <laughs> But the thing, the thing that I, I like to back up and do is, number one, think that I am an artist myself. Right. And I'm a creative person. And I tend, I don't like to put boundaries on um, nudity. Um, I believe that there are times when people call things art when they're, they're really just perverse. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think that the, especially the female body, the human body is extremely beautiful, that there is context for, uh, like you said, sexual relationships right. uh, inside of stories. Right. And what I always like to step back and ask is, okay, what is the complete context? Right. This is Far Cry, Far Cry 3. Okay, mm-hmm. I don't know anything about Far Cry. I don't know anything about Far Cry 1 or Far Cry 2. So is this female, is she a pivotal character? Is this scene pivotal to 
uh, the story? Are we expecting this scene with the male protagonist and this particular female character? I have no idea. Right. But what, su- what supports your point is that if you continue watching the trailer, all of the scenes that I saw in their trailer, the way they're marketing the product, the, the women that were in the scenes were either this nude scene, uh, they were pole dancing, mm-hmm. or the only other woman that was actually dressed was tied to a chair. Right. Now, obviously, she is some sort of secondary character in the story somewhere. Right. right. But it was not, not that it has to be an empowering situation. And maybe she has an empowering moment in the story where right. she frees herself and defends herself and, right. and, and does what Laura Croft does. Right. But that's not what they marketed. No, no. Now, I give, I give Ubisoft permission to market to the demographic they want to. Right. I, I believe in free press. I believe in uh, free speech. But I expect more when someone creates something that beautiful. Right. And that innovative to, <laughs> to stoop to that type of uh, <laughs> degradation. Yes, absolutely. I don't, as a woman, want to play that game. No. And they can say the game is not for women. Okay. That's that's fine. That's then fine. what are you right. telling men? What are you supporting with right. men about women? Right. What What's the message that comes out from it? What What's the takeaway message from, from we're going to splash the first screen for you guys on this game. We're going to splash you with yeah. And and not just tits, but you know, he's feeling her up. I mean, it's oh, it's, yeah. it's not just, you know, it's not just an artistic thing. It is, you know, what oh. one of the one of the bones I want to pick is people are saying that the Tomb Raider trailer is pornography, fetish That's pornography. So ridiculous. But they're not saying that Far Cry 3 is pornography when they're they're obviously having sex, and he's feeling her up, and 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 so there's this such a double standard between the two ways those images were 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 approached that it it's still like I said it it, it got me riled up. You can hear it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, if I were to sit down and say, which of these trailers can I show to a 13 year old? Right. It is not Far Cry. Right. Right. Well, and you know, and I would. You know, I, I think Tomb Raider, this 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 incarnation of Tomb Raider, I think wouldn't be appropriate for a thirteen year old either, because it is more violent, it's more gritty, it's more realistic, which is the movement that the game industry, the, the direction the game industry is moving in, and and I think that's fine. However, I think, that but it's the violence. It is the violence, not the sexuality. Right, right. It is the violence. It's not. It's not that scene. It's not that you know that scene that everybody's up in arms about with Lara Croft fighting off a, a rape attacker. It's the scene everybody's upset about you know they're, they're completely contrasting things and so uh, you know the one one of the themes that came through in the research that I did one of as people as I ask people how do you define a gamer many people talk about feeling intelligent and and engaged in their media because they're gamers and the game industry needs to recognize that their audience you know isn't just fanboys <laughs> That there is a there's a larger demographic, and like you said, they're they're welcome to market to whomever, whatever group that they want to market to. But they should be sensitive to the fact that there are some of us out there that are watching, that are reading these texts in a different way, and are seeing their games in a very different way. 
the industry needs to up its game in terms of how it's going to market to to anybody because everybody should be offended by both of these not not the you know not in terms of what happens but in in how the marketing and how it's it's exploiting the the viewers yeah and the i mean the industry is following the dollars right but to do that they really have to make extreme broad generalizations they're 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 marketing to the largest group right and until the female dollars show themselves right they're going to continue having booth babes at cons they're going to continue having you know naked scenes at the open of of gaming and have pole dancers and um i don't know whether you saw i also saw that they had a there was there was one guy, a news guy, who shot a short video saying that there is actually a line standing outside a jumping castle for guys to go in and jump with a girl, a ba- booth babe. And he just looks at the camera and he goes, this is our mature professional industry at work. Oh, God. So there, there are guys, there are plenty of guys who are... This is not a demographic of 13 to 16-year-olds anymore. Right, exactly. And it's it, these are, are people who are kind of kind of tired of the – sorry, you keep bringing this up. I just can't stand Beavis and Butthead. But it, just that kind of attitude. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, like the, the – uh, I saw a quote on um, – when I, when I looked up sexism regarding um, – E3, apparently uh, there's a coed.com site that does Booth Babe Gallery every year. And he says, well, that's why we come, isn't it? You know, I mean, as long as you've got that. And did you, oh my God, did you see the ACES tweet? Yes. Yes, I did see the ACES tweet. See, that's a major company. Mm -hmm. These are the people that we're talking to. If, If you... If you do something as stupid as that, right. for those of you who didn't see it, because they deleted it and right. apologized, right. thank goodness. Right. But they show the picture of one of these booth babes from the back showing off one of their uh, tablets or their computers. It's an AIO. Mm-hmm. And he makes a comment about her rear. Right. And yes. then he makes a comment about the tablet. Right. Exactly. And then they later apologized. We'll take steps to ensure this doesn't happen again. The problem with that is the idea is already out there. <laughs> and and as, that they had somebody, yes. a loose cannon mm-hmm. somewhere. It's like right. th- that one person has now defined you. Exactly. Exactly. So, so how is it that they were able to have that kind of power on your Twitter account? Mm-hmm. It's been too loose. I think mm-hmm. that's part of part of. Because, I mean, somebody think I say, what's, you know, what's everybody's problem? What's the big deal? That's what right. we come here for. Right. That, that casual attitude. Right. Well, and, it, and, it's, and it's dismissive. And, and the problem is that the images, they don't go away. <laughs> no. When, when you make these, these mistakes and you make these comments and they're, they're out there and then, and then everybody judges from them. They, they're, they're not the kind of thing that you can you know, smooth over necessarily. It's a worse problem than I thought. I don't, um, I don't usually go to West coast cons and the, um, dragon con for instance is full of 
all of that type of stuff, but it is usually participants bringing it. Right, right. The con doesn't have right. um, necessarily panels exactly. or represent people. And it's not nearly as L.A. Right. as the some of the West Coast cons and right. the Comic Cons that are so popular where they right. where they hire these babes. Mm-hmm. That that type of thing they just they don't have as much at Dragon Con, although right. we've been seeing it seep in the past couple of years. Right. Well uh, and it's the same thing for, for Penny Arcade Expo. Yes. Where they don't do not allow booth babes. And it, and it is, you know, people uh, individuals can come and can cosplay any way they want to, but they don't they don't endorse um, booth babes at Penny Arcade, and that's one of the one of the reasons why they will always sort of hold a you know, I hold them in very high esteem because you know that is just a blanket requirement that that you're not promoting in this way. Yeah, I I think it's very clear that you can develop some some very beautiful artistic, yep. intelligent games. And try to not de- not degrade the sexes, whether right. it's male or female. Right. I mean, nobody wants to see either one going on. Exactly. I was very impressed. Um, I just want to mention a couple. I was very impressed with the Ubisoft demo of Watch Dogs. Yes. Yeah, Watch Dogs looks great. It is an amazing piece of work. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I noticed besides just the the, the mood – and the mechanics, the the art, but the primary character, the protagonist is, I don't know what it is about the way they got him drawn and, and rendered. He's so appealing. Mm. He's got a great look. You just want to identify with him. You want to cheer for him. He's not hyper-masculine right. or, or, you know, he's not beefcake. He's um, wearing a trench coat. He's not all muscled out. He seems to be intelligent. He, he's reflecting the best of what gamers feel they are. I think so, mm-hmm. yeah. And I just, I so much wanted to make him a winner. Mm-hmm. I wanted to get into that game and make him, um, and follow him around. I right. would not mind playing that male character. Right, right. And to see, and see that... That's that's an endorsement right there. <laughs> exactly, because I I I only I, I I'm such a self player. Right, right. But that's just a, a that beautiful. Yeah. I mean, if you look at things like Deus Ex, the the male protagonist is is pretty nondescript. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's first person. You don't see him that much. Right. It almost doesn't matter that it's a male. But with this one. I don't mind being identified with him. Mm-hmm. And he's got, he's got very uh, specific details and background, and, and he's well-defined. Right. And I don't know whether you saw um, the Beyond Two Souls trailer. I don't think I did see that one. That one is being put out by Sony. It's going to be a PlayStation 3 game, and it actually has, uh, I can't think of her name now, Ellen Page. Mm-hmm is participating in it and it's it's a fascinating looking story it's a female protagonist and um it's it's looks very tortured it reminds me of stephen king's firestarter oh nice a little bit Hmm. but it's it's a very intriguing story i love the look of the protagonist and um it's it's not very often that you get kind of a unique story or 
um, a unique situation or environment. It is, I, th- I don't think it's post-apocalyptic. I don't think that has anything to do with it. I think it has to do with government conspiracy mm-hmm. and she's got, you know, special abilities and the government's trying to get her. Nothing's new about that. Right. Um, right. But it, it's what, it's got to be executed well, apparently, by uh, Quantic Dreams and, and Sony mm-hmm. if it intrigues me. Right. You know, yeah. So there's there's some stuff that's being done well, and that's Absolutely. what the people need to look at. Right. And that's why when you look at Far Cry Three and you compare it to Watch Dogs, right? Are you know are we getting the full story? I mean, it, it, if we get into Watch Dogs, the sensationalism for their trailer was not there, right. like it was with Far Cry. And not not at all to to the point where I was like, oh wow, okay, so this is you know interesting, and this is going to blip on my radar because it's not like anything I've seen before. And it could still be in there. Mm-hmm. Right. But to me, that those two contrasts say something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so I guess if I were to wrap this up and give sort of a closing, a closing thought here or closing idea, I, I would ask, <laughs> as uh, I would, I would respectfully request that the game industry start paying attention to how how they're presenting what they're presenting and, and then not just who they're presenting it to. Cause they're very clearly aware of who, you know, who they want their audience to be, but, but more that how it's coming across because I very much want the game industry to be as fantastic as it possibly can. Because, yes. you know, like I've said, I find so much empowerment and so much good about gaming that I really just want the marketing to be, that empowering as well as opposed to sort of questioning and and complicating things that don't need to be complicated i think that they can uh, i think they can satisfy both audiences i think they they can give uh women Mm -hmm. a story they can give women power and adventure and i think they can give men um excitement and beauty to look at right and without uh, having to go to kitschy extremes you know which without having to go to the extremes that that we're seeing them go to in these uh in these trailers so yeah these are just some awfully old ideas i can't believe are still here (laughs) as we continue to fight the good fight so if you would like to leave us some feedback about what you thought about these contrasting female images at e3 this year I will have links to the trailers up on the website, so you can check them out if you haven't seen them. And um, please comment on the website itself. Uh, send us a message on Twitter at, yeah, at game underscore on underscore girl. Or you can hit me up on Twitter at DocLiz with two Zs. And I'm Rhonda. You can get me at Twitter at RoRoOm, which is R-H-O-R-H-O-O-M. And we'd love to hear what you guys think about the game industry, about marketing, about trailers, and about E3. So thanks for listening, and until next time, game on!